Welcome to the Intentional Influencer Podcast. I'm Amanda. And I'm Meg. And we are the creators of the Intentional Influencer. Our mission through this podcast and everything we do is to create a nurturing space for women to gather, learn, and intentionally grow their influence as a community. This podcast is for you if you're a new business owner or creator, struggling to show up online in a way that feels authentic and genuine. Or maybe you already have an online presence and you haven't quite figured out how to turn your following into a full-time gig. We get you and we've been there. In this podcast, we'll cover topics ranging from navigating the overwhelming world of social media to establishing systems and structures that allow you to build a thriving business. We'll also touch on managing the emotional ups and downs of being an entrepreneur and finding a way to do what you love in a way that you love. How's it going? I'm doing really well. How are you ladies doing? Good, good. We're so excited to have you. For those of you who don't know, Amanda and I actually know Rowena personally. So this is going to be a really fun interview. I'm very excited. I'm super excited too. (laughs) Yeah. So Rowena, just to familiarize everyone with you and what you do, tell us a little bit about yourself and how you stumbled into entrepreneurship. Yeah. So stumbling is an interesting word for it. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to start a little, no, a lot before that by saying that I am an immigrant kid through and through. My parents came to the United States from the Philippines. They met here in the States. And when they had my older sister and I, they instilled these values, right, of working hard, of doing what you need to do to perform well and unintentionally, right? This is the intentional influencer podcast, but unintentionally, I think my parents also added this layer of perfectionism for me and my sister, right? So growing up, I felt like I had to perform well in everything that I do. And so as a result of that, especially academically, I got my bachelor's, master's, and PhD in less than 10 years. So I am Dr. Rowena Winkler. And I prided myself on being self-motivated, being a hustler. You know, we'll get into the astrology bit, but I do have Capricorn as my ascendant, as my rising sign. So I just really prided myself on setting goals and hitting them and, you know, climbing the mountain and doing all these things. And in addition to that, I also had this ability to use both my left brain and my right brain. So I am a creative, I do theater performance, I sing, I dance, I act, but I'm also super organized. So I think that boded itself well into entrepreneurship, but I had been so afraid for so long to make the leap, right? It's a very scary endeavor, but several things happened that moved me toward toward getting there. Uh, First of all, my father died in 2013. He had cancer and as I'm sure folks that are listening can attest, when you lose someone so close to you, especially a parent at such a young age, it literally rocked my world in terms of what I was doing here, what my legacy is. And so that was the turning point for me to leave academia. So I was a professor for a couple of years. I I taught public relations, communication, social media, 
And my father passing away moved me to leave because I was experiencing mental health issues physically. I got kidney stones my first year as a professor. And so I realized that none of that was worth continuing on in this path. And I, I had a sense for a while that I was, I was meant to do something more, do something bigger. I continued on working in the industry and I'm still in the marketing industry, but as everyone knows, when we had that collective retreat, as my therapist calls it, of COVID-19, it was another moment for me to take a step back and think about what I'm doing. Um, and I also had my beautiful baby girl, Kerrigan, that same year, literally days before the world shut down due to COVID. And I thought about what am I going to role model for her? And so I launched Journey to Consciousness LLC in May, 2020. And initially it was just an astrology business. I was doing readings for, for folks and clients. And I then found myself, as I'm sure a lot of entrepreneurs can relate, that constant content grind, right? I was just trying to punk, just do all the things and it wasn't sitting well. It wasn't feeling right. I wasn't feeling in alignment. And so I took a bit of a pause, a little hiatus. And at the start of the new year, I sat down with one of my friends and fellow coaches, Joanna Platt, and she helped me figure out that my zone of genius is to help women in particular find their voice. In all the roles that I've done, even in my current nine to five job as a marketing professional, I help clients, I help people find their message and find their voice. And so I brought that message in with a message from a friend who said, you know what, Rowena, this is astrology stuff that you're doing could really tie well into a coaching practice because of your teaching experiences as a professor and all of this cool knowledge that you bring with the astrology and other modalities. I think it'd be really interesting. And so I rebranded in February, 2021, and I launched as RowenaWinkler.com and I provide coaching services and I infuse, and we'll talk about this, I'm sure, all the different things, all my different experiences to bring me to the entrepreneur that I am today. And I know that was a super long-winded answer, but I wanted to set y'all up with the story of how it came to be. Just as a message that, you know, it, it may take a while, it may take a minute to figure out what you want to do, what your sole purpose is. And my sole purpose is to help other women find their sole purpose through these different areas and services that I provide. You, your story is so relatable, Rowena, because you said, I, I was like taking notes. You said so many things that I think so many of us can relate to, um, the fear, yes. like, especially <laughs> as someone who's so academically accomplished, like that fear, it is universal. The fear of like jumping into entrepreneurship, starting something for yourself is something I think literally every entrepreneur can relate to, but also that like little voice that you described, the one that's telling you like, you're meant to do more. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, I love that because I think that voice is what inspires a lot of us to go on this journey. And, um, I want to hear about like what exactly you do with your coaching clients and exactly the services you provide. Um, but I want to like really applaud you for listening to that feeling of like not feeling aligned. And 
I think like, and I'm sure Amanda, cause Amanda, you're very multi-passionate as well. All three of us on here are very multi-passionate and it's really like a lot of this journey is feeling like not super attached to the ventures that we pursue because they're just inevitably going to grow and change. And I feel like you're such a good example of that, Rowena. Can you tell us a little bit about what it means to be a cosmic catalyst and realignment strategist and how your kind of how your story plays into the work that you're doing with clients? Yeah, Meg. And thank you. I, I receive the, the applause <laughs> and, and the affirmation because it is really difficult. And even just figuring out what the heck I'm doing in terms of what I'm offering to clients was a process in and of itself. But I love what you shared, right? That it it is a process. And as we grow as entrepreneurs, as human beings, right? We go through these experiences that can shape how we build our business. And I know that both of you can attest that where you were as you started is not where you are today. So yeah, Cosmic Catalyst Coach, what, what, what does that even mean? So essentially I coach women, as I mentioned, they're intrigued by the spiritual. So they are interested in astrology, but don't know much about it human design, tarot. So I do tarot card readings with my clients, crystals, any of that woo-woo stuff, right? As folks call it, but I essentially make the woo work for you. As I talked about, I do have that left brain, right brain. So that's where the realignment strategist piece comes into it. So I use my experiences as, as as a scholar, a teacher in communication, and I develop this action plan. So it's taking the aspects of our astrology, of our human design, and and creating this very practical, tangible action plan so that you can live out what lays what's laid out in your chart in a way that's not so esoteric and up here, but something that is actually relatable and that you can you can do. And I developed this model again, taking that experience as a nerdy academic and developing what I've named, titled the inner muse method. So it's M-U-S-E. It's model, which is finding the role models that work for you, that who you aspire to be so you can see their life path. And there's you, which is for understand. So it's getting into that mindset, right? It's removing those limiting beliefs, getting those, that fear, right? And going for it anyway, despite that fear, it's that structure, right? So when you get into, when you figure out who you want to be, what you want to do, once you release those limiting beliefs, having consistency and structure, you know, whether that's morning meditations or affirmations, structure in your business. And then the expand is that E, which is finding communities such as the intentional influencer, finding ways to step outside of yourself and realize that everything that we do is for the broader collective. So I work with my clients to find that space of expansion so that when they finally and not finally, when they do, right? Because it's not a finally, it's not final. We all are in this process of stepping into our fully aligned purpose and power. Once we step into that power and that go down that path, being able to find networks and ways and strategies to expand that light. Because I think for a lot of us, especially as women, we, we dim ourselves and we play it small because we've been conditioned not to get too, you know, feminist or whatever, but we are conditioned to play it small, right? We have been, 
for so long been told that we have to be a certain way, act a certain way. And I'm here to tell you, your listeners and, and my clients, no, you don't have to act that way. I am living proof that when you stop caring about what other people think and just do what you know is in full alignment for you, it's so freaking transformative and powerful. And you are going to inspire and motivate and change other people's lives. So so that's, that's just it, right? So the cosmic catalyst is I am that catalyst to move you there. And then we'll get you in that realignment through that muse M-U-S-E model that I just laid out there. Wow. Rowena, well, I am so excited and inspired just hearing you talk. Um, cause we worked on your branding together, just not even a entire year ago. <laughs> and, um, when we were building your brand for RowenaWinkler.com, um, you know, you had certain ideas about your services, your approach you wanted to take, your ideal client. And I can already see this shift you've made in your brand. I was doing a little digging on your website before <laughs> we hopped on here as well. Um, and I'm just so impressed with, with the changes you've made and how you've refined things over the last couple of months. Um, I'm really curious to know now that you've been working with some clients, what are kind of some of the the common problems and themes that they're facing when they come to you and how do you use like these different areas of astrology and human design to kind of unpack their issues? Sure. Sure. So, so I work with, I would say three avatars, right? If we're talk in marketing terms, our ideal client profile or our, our client avatar. And the first one are the, the academic folks that are looking similar to my story. They're looking to go into an all academic route. They want to pursue jobs outside of academia. And the, uh, the second group of folks that I work with are, are moms, particularly mompreneurs. So mommies who have perhaps been mothering for, I mean, we're all mothering, right? But maybe they've just been full-time moms for a long time and they're looking to branch out or to develop their own business. I know for me as a new mommy, it can get really hard to, to find yourself again after you step into that mother role. So I work with moms who are trying to find who they can be outside of their mommy role. And then I also finally, the third track, I guess, would be creative. So as I mentioned, I, I myself am a creative, I'm a, a writer, a performer. And so I've worked with singers, writers, dancers, and tapping into these different areas, as I mentioned, and as you mentioned, so the astrology bit, looking at aspects of their chart that speak to you know, what is their, what is their life purpose and the North node, not to get too technical with it, but there's this area on your chart called the North node that can give you insight in terms of what you are meant to do on this planet and the South node in, in, in response can give you insight on what are some of the setbacks or challenges that can prevent you from getting there. So I look at these different areas of the chart. I look at the moon sign, which is this vulnerability, intimate space where you feel safe and secure that is so needed, especially for folks that are looking to build their teams, finding ways to align with people that can, that can bode well with that moon sign so that you do feel stable, secure is helpful. Um, and yeah, so I, I take aspects of the chart 
um, you know, the women that I work with in these three tracks, they're feeling stuck in some way, as I mentioned, like the moms that I work with are finding another way to express themselves. The creatives might be feeling stuck thinking that they can take their work to another level, but don't know exactly how and how to filter that into their day-to-day lives, especially if they're not pursuing their art as, as a full-time job. And then the, the academics. So they want to harness their gifts in some way, but they're not sure how. And how I step in as their, as their coach is that accountability, right? And I, and I will say for the record that I also have a coach because coaches need coaches need coaches. <laughs> you know what I mean? We are not the, the, our, the way that we grow and, and Amanda to, to your compliment about how I've refined my brand. It was through the help of my own coach, right. To be able to figure out who my clients are and how I can have that accountability to take it to the next level. And in addition, as a coach, the best thing, or one of the best things about coaches is that time compression, right? Like, for us as business owners, sometimes it takes us a long while to figure things out. But with that accountability, with that coach, you're able to compress time so that you can get to that next level even sooner. So just wanted, again, let folks know that the only reason why I'm here today is because I hired a coach to help me there and because of community and friends like you <laughs> who support your endeavors and give you nice compliments on their podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love, I love the coaches need coaches need coaches comment because I honestly could not agree more. Um, like asking for help as a new entrepreneur, as, as an entrepreneur in general is like some of the, like one of the hardest things I've found. I don't know what you two think, but it's one of the hardest things, but also the most transformative things. Um, Like I wasted so much time at the beginning of my business, trying to figure it all out on my own. Um, when someone who's an expert in something can look at what you're working on and just help you carve out a path that's so much more tangible and digestible. It sounds like that's exactly what you do with your clients, Rowena. Um, and what I love, what I love about your title for lack of a better word, like your title as a cosmic catalyst coach, which also just like amazing alliteration on that. (laughs) Awesome. Is that it's so, it's so you like, I think we we all think we have to fit ourselves into like this box, right. You know, like, Mm -hmm. Oh, people are going to think it's too like woo woo. And you've taken that concept and you've been like, yeah. And I'm only looking for clients who want to dive deeper into their cosmic curiosity while they're building their business or while they're, you know, taking on some kind of new venture. And I love that for you because you're, you're like saying, you're like, you're saying like, F that I don't need to fit myself into a box to please everyone. Instead, I'm going to go out and I'm going to find my people and the people I want to work with. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. (laughs) You're the perfect example of someone who has like niche down to just this beautiful, beautiful point where, you know, anybody who's attracted to working with you is probably just going to be like a blast to work with. Um, because you have such a specific skill set and background that it's just going to attract a very unique individual. Um, and there's a lot of power in that, right? We don't want to be attracting 
millions and millions of people, you know, we can't help everybody. Um, we're, we're coaches, uh, photographers, yoga teachers, but you know, we're, we're only, um, we're only a good match for some people. And that's the reality at the end of the day is you can't help everyone, but, um, there's somebody out there who's perfect for you as a coach. And I think you found that person. I love that, Amanda. And I I think that that's just it, right? We, when we're starting our businesses, we can't serve everybody. There's just, you just can't, there's just no way you don't have the time. You don't have the energy. You don't have the bandwidth. And so, I, I appreciate your, your comments in terms of how I figured out a way to stay, to, to be innovative in terms of, I didn't want to put myself in these discrete boxes, but at the same time, you know, be able to use my, my coaching business as a way to tap into all of my various gifts and talents and careers that I've had over the years. It's just, it was just a beautiful integration of everything, which just goes to show that all those experiences that I had looking back needed to happen. Right. And it needed, it brought me to this point. So it's so true. Can you talk a little bit about that process, Rowena, like as someone who is like you, you have a lot of academic achievement. You also have a lot of talents, a lot of passions. There's so many things you, you could do, right? Like so many things you could offer. Can you talk a little bit about like, if someone's listening and they're like, I just have no idea how to put together like a list of services. Cause there's just so much I want to offer to people. How did you like refine that and go through the process of branding yourself? Obviously with Amanda's help as well. Oh yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, shout out to Amanda and brand like hers. Y'all should hire them because they were instrumental. So that's, I mean, that's step number one, right. Is to seek the help, as you mentioned, Meg, because doing it in isolation, I mean, it's difficult. It's also lonely, right? It's always awesome to find community, to find coaches, to find fellow entrepreneurs that are on the same path as you in order to bounce off ideas because you may have overlooked something that someone else may have. So that was that was definitely key. And to your point, I do have a lot of interest. <laughs> um, and so I, as I mentioned, I had a friend and fellow coach, Joanna Platt, who has sat down with me and we went through my whole story and my whole vibe. And she, she helped me hone down that, that zone of genius of how I can help folks and how I can apply that to my services. And then as both of you know, for a hot minute, I was obsessed with Clubhouse. (laughs) The Clubhouse app came to the rescue early on in the pandemic because y'all, I'm an extrovert. And so being in lockdown with a newborn was really, really difficult. And I couldn't see my friends and family. And so when I found the Clubhouse app to engage in these conversations with brilliant, like-minded people who made me realize that I can embrace having different passions and interests, that I am a true multi-hyphenate and that's okay. That was a light just came off because again, I think I was trying to niche myself down so much initially that I, it just didn't, again, it didn't feel right. And so once I embraced the embodiment of who I am and what I have to offer to help others, it, it was just so, it, it just changed so much. And then, as I mentioned, again, I found my coach, going to give her a shout out, Amy Lee Westervelt. She was 
she, she has been integral. She has been so crucial in my development as an entrepreneur. And I found her through clubhouse. So again, finding people in these spaces and putting yourself out there and talking about your story and what you need. So I've worked with her for the past, this pretty much since the beginning of the year. And she's helped me refine my brand, refine my client, client avatars. And again, being okay to experiment, right? So I'm sure both of you can attest, you try to put things out there and they're not landing and that's okay because failure isn't necessarily a, a gain, like, and it's like not game over, right? Failure is a way to learn lessons and to see how you can move forward within the process. One of the podcasts that I love is the, how I built this podcast with Guy Raz, right? And what he so beautifully speaks to with these, you know, big people like uh, founders of Spanx and Starbucks and all these big top CEOs is the story of the mistakes and failures and lessons learned to get there. Those stories are just as important as seeing the success story because it shows to folks like you and I and listeners of this podcast that yeah, they did that. That happened with them too. And so we can also overcome those challenges and come out the other side with more clarity and more confidence to, to do whatever you, you set your mind to. So, yeah. yeah. And being able to work through failure is so, so important because it's inevitable. Mm. It happens to all of us. I think, I don't know who told me this, but the, the exact quote is failure is just information right? It's like, it's just, it's just information. It's just telling you what you need to change, what you need to do differently. Um, and without it, we, we can't get to where we need to go. So not only is it inevitable, but it's essential to, to the growth process and to becoming who we need to be. So I love that you touched on that. And, you know, it is important for entrepreneurs to talk about it because, we all experience it and it's, it's the hardest part of being an entrepreneur. You know, those lows can be really, really low. And if we're glossing over them or not talking about them, um, it can make others feel alienated and alone. So successes are great to talk about, but I think the failures are even more important. Yeah. And, and for me personally, this, this isn't even with my business. This is with anything, you know, I mentioned my daughter, I went through IVF in vitro fertilization to have her after almost two years of trying to get pregnant and it not working, you know, being open to voice your vulnerability is, has been key to my own personal transformation and growth, as well as inspiring others, right? You put yourself out there and share these failures, these challenges, and you never know, you could, it could really resonate with someone. And I know that's happened for me in my experience sharing my story. I love that. I, I always encourage people to seek out community and like, we've talked about coaches a lot, but just in general, like community and other people and like, listen to podcasts and watch videos from people who like really don't shy away from that quote unquote failure. I, I don't even like to call it failure. I like to just think of it as like action. And then readjust and then take action again. Um, because it helps to normalize the mm. idea that like, not like you don't have to wait till things feel perfect. Right. Um, like one of my favorite podcasts interviews, like really famous people, it's called armchair expert. 
with Dax Shepard and he interviews like comedians and, and like, you know, just famous people. And I love hearing the stories of like, yeah, I'm famous now, but I did stand up to an empty room for nine years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I I'm sitting at my desk and I'm thinking like, Oh, okay. I'm doing, I'm doing okay. <laughs> I'm doing just fine. Yeah. That perspective is definitely very helpful. <laughs> it's normalized. Let's normalize failure. All right, Rowena, I think it would be really awesome to talk a little bit more about the astrology and human design aspects, because there's probably some listeners here who are familiar with it or who have dabbled a little bit, but obviously you're the expert. We're living in super strange times. The last year, year and a half has been super odd. As an astrologist, is there any information or insight you can provide us as we're shifting into the fall that can maybe help us all along our career paths? Sure. So first of all, just want to say that if you're feeling heavy or emotional, especially this summer, this past summer, as, as, uh, as we record this, it's currently August right? You are not alone. So just in the summer alone, we had cancer season, which is a very sensitive emotional sign. We had mercury retrograde, which, you know, we don't have time. This might be for another time, but in and of itself has this bad reputation of being this like, ah, mercury retrograde sucks, blah, uh, time. We had a few solar and lunar eclipses, We just recently, earlier this month, had the Lionsgate portal, which was the Leo new moon, which was this very potent energy in terms of manifestation. So there's, there's just, just to name a few that's, there's been a lot happening astrologically. So just know that you're not alone. If you're feeling like, oh my God, there's so much happening. But what I will say to that is just last night on August 22nd, 2021, we had the full moon, the blue full moon in Aquarius. And Aquarius is the sign of innovation, which I think lends itself well to the entire conversation we'd be having is that we don't have to stay in these boxes. It's out of the box thinking. It's this rebelliousness, right? And the the key aspect also of Aquarius, as we've talked about in this podcast, so divine alignment, heyo, is this collective, right? That that there's this collective consciousness that we're here, we're all in this together, right? <laughs> and so just know that by tapping into your communities and by leaning into innovation and, and discomfort, right? And being okay to experiment, as we mentioned, that's the vibe of, of Aquarius as a sign. So we had this full moon, this beautiful full moon last night that lends itself to that. And then at, at the same time, we are now officially in Virgo season. So what up to our Virgo friends who have a birthday coming up? Virgo is the sign of organization. Uh, there are perfectionist tendencies there when it comes to Virgo. I can speak to that as a recovering perfectionist. But when it comes to setting up your business, getting things going, finding a coach, finding a community, Virgo is all about checking off those boxes and getting ish done. So if you're looking to build something, work towards something, take that energy of the Aquarius full moon, get into that innovative spirit and mindset, and then engage in some inspired action steps to move that all those dreams and whatnot forward. Cause this is the prime time to do it friends. 
I love it. I love it. I'm like amped up just listening to you, Rowena. Like you, I can just tell that you are doing exactly what you're supposed to be doing. And I love it. Yes. <laughs> and you're, you're a great speaker. You bring that theatrical presence into everything you do. So it's super fun chatting with you and, and hearing you tell these stories. Um, and your astrology readings are always on point. Oh, thanks friends. <laughs> it's oh fun. God. Um, Rowena, can you tell our listeners where they can find you in the online space? And we'll make sure to link any of your social media stuff down in the show notes. Sure. So as you mentioned, with the help of Amanda's uh, company, I have rowenawinkler.com. So you can log on there and you'll find all the services that I mentioned for those different archetypes or areas or people that I've mentioned. And then on Instagram, my handle is rbwinklerphd. So those are the two areas that I dabble in the most. I also have a Facebook live series and you can find that information on those channels as well. So yeah, I'd love to connect with more folks and let's, let's get it going. Let's get her done. (laughs) Let's get her done. Well, Rowena, it has been absolutely awesome reconnecting with you and chatting with you. And we're so, so grateful that you're here on the podcast with us. Thank you so much for having me. It's been really fun. If you love this episode and you're just getting started on your business journey, download our free influencer starter kit at theintentionalinfluencer.com. You can also sign up for our email alerts or follow us on social media to stay up to date with new offers, exclusive launches, and free events. And last but not least, no matter what season you're in, remember that your story matters and your influence has the power to impact others. Keep going. We believe in you.